And so we gather in his name and we come to God in prayer. Let us pray. Great and glorious God, we rejoice in the gift of this new day. And we come now to offer our thanks and praise. To join with your people across the world and down the centuries in our worship of you, the living God and the God of all life. We praise you for the wonders of creation the vastness and mystery of space, the beauty of the earth, the variety of creatures and life forms on this planet that we share. And we praise you for your love demonstrated in Jesus Christ, who opened the life gate that all may go in. To you be all glory, honour and power. Receive our worship and our praise. And as we celebrate your love for the world, forgive us the narrowness of our love, the smallness of our vision, the poverty of our kindness. Open our eyes to your glory around us and your purpose for this hurting world and our part within your plan. Open our lives to the work of your spirit to renew and unite, to heal and restore. Be assured, this is love, not that we love God, but that God loved us and sent his Son to be the means by which our sins are forgiven. Indeed, our sins are forgiven for Christ's sake. Amen. Amen. Well, have you had a special good week have you got to the hairdressers or the shops or maybe had a pub lunch in the freezing garden? It's been a, a week when we've been able to do a few more things than in weeks before. And maybe you've taken advantage. We were sitting in the sunshine in a pub garden and uh, as I said yesterday at the social, I was complimented on my socks my uh, uh, puffin socks were observed by people nearby at a table. I think we want conversation at the moment, and we got into a conversation. They were both carers and had a hard year, uh, and that ability to talk together was wonderful. And though we can't gather socially within church, we can outside and so maybe in small groups and maybe conversations can begin there. What have you done this week? Any special highlights? And what might you do in weeks and months ahead 
something we can't do at the moment is invite people inside unless they're within your social bubble. Who would you invite to stay or to come for a cup of tea? Who would be the first person? Maybe a special friend? Maybe someone who needs a bit of company at the moment? Maybe family near or far? We're going to hear the story, continuing the story of those two disciples who walk home to Emmaus and the stranger who is Jesus draws alongside them and then they invite him to stay with us. Imagine inviting Jesus as the first person to stay. And Norma is going to read the first part and then Sue is going to carry on with the second part. Luke chapter 24, starting at verse 28. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he were going further, but they urged him strongly, stay with us, for it is nearly evening. The day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, Were not your hearts burning within while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven and those with them, assembled together and saying, It is true, the Lord has risen, has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, Why are you troubled, and why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, Do you have anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, This is what is written. 
the Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. <laughs> 